0: I came to Christ only three months before I made vows to you. I didn't have foundations of promise keeping because I was already a cheating scoundrel with girlfriends and addicted to pornography. I didn't have a good foundation. I didn't have what I needed in order to be able to fulfill my vows as where you did because you had a lifelong relationship with Christ.
1: Has your marriage been shattered by sexual betrayal? Are you wondering if it's possible to save your marriage, or even if you want to?
0: Your story matters, and there is hope for your marriage through Christ Jesus. Welcome to Beyond Broken Vows podcast. I'm Johnny. I'm Emily. And friends, we've been where you are.
1: Our marriage vows were shattered by adultery fueled by pornography, but through commitment to recovery, our faith in God, and our hope for redemption, we set out on a journey of healing. Now our marriage is better than we ever could have imagined, and we give God all the glory.
0: On our show, we'll talk through difficult topics infidelity, porn addiction, recovery, and more. So if you're ready to move from pain filled today's into hope filled tomorrow's, grab your favorite beverage and spend a little time with us. Marriage is redeemed, hearts renewed
1: on Beyond Broken Vows podcast. Hi, y'all. We're so glad to be back with you again this week.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: We love to hear from our audience, don't we, Johnny? Yes, we do. So we have created an easy way for you guys to leave us questions and comments. Just go to speakpipe.com slash beyondbrokenvows, and you can leave us a voice message there. If you leave us a review anonymously, if you prefer, we may feature it on a future episode. Sounds fun, right? It does. You can also become a Beyond Broken Vows insider. And what that means is you'll receive a weekly newsletter from us. And in it, we'll share some inspiring stories, some free training, podcast previews, and exclusive access to giveaways and promotions. So go ahead and head on over to insider.beyondbrokenvows.com and sign up today.
0: Yes. Thank you, Emily. So up until now, we've been talking a lot about taking steps to stabilize, grieve, heal, and renew our marriages after sexual betrayal. We've covered heavy topics like confession, boundaries, apologies, and forgiveness. And in our last episode, we even dipped our toes into the waters of reigniting sexual connection and what true intimacy looks like. That's right. But today we're switching gears. We're going to take a step back from the weightier topics for something more lighthearted and enjoyable. Yay! If you've decided to stay married and have been working through the recovery process, have you considered renewing your marriage vows? Today, we're going to explore the why behind renewing your vows, why we decided to renew our vows, and unpack what renewing your marriage vows signifies as you move forward in your relationship. So get ready for a fun discussion that we hope brings you encouragement in your own healing journey.
1: Yes, I'm really excited for this one. But Johnny, would you go ahead and pray for us before we get into it?
0: I will do that. Thank you. Father, we're so grateful for bringing us to this place where we can talk about fun and celebratory things like renewing vows. We're so grateful that you moved us to this place where we could put our stake in the ground and move forward in our marriage and lives. We ask, Father, that you would give us a light spirit, that you would allow us to be able to speak through a lens of this being fun, because it is. We ask that your Holy Spirit would work through us as we speak to those that are listening and give encouragement and hope for this kind of a future. We thank you for all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Johnny. So we just want to mull over the question of why even have a vow renewal ceremony?
0: Right. That's actually a really good question because it's not always clear depending on where your relationship is. But One of the best reasons that I can think of to renew your vows is to mark a specific point in your life, a date, a physical date, where you say goodbye to the things of the past without forgetting about them and understanding that they're part of who you are now, but also making the specific choice to move forward in your marriage after sexual betrayal.
1: Yes, we both knew that we wanted someday to have a renewal ceremony, but how did that? play out,
0: Johnny? If you remember back, even from the earliest years of our marriage, we planned to renew our vows at 25 years. Yes, we did. And we really planned that during a trip when you and I were in Hawaii when I was with the Navy. And we said that we would go back and renew our vows in Hawaii. It Uh sounded very romantic. It's something we wanted to do. And we were looking forward to this very positive exchange of celebrating 25 years of the love That we were currently expressing and sharing at that time about three to four years in our marriage. Yes. But we're talking about something very different now, making the decision to renew our vows after they have been shattered and broken by sexual betrayal and adultery. Mm -hmm. And you agreed that renewing our vows was a good thing after we started recovery and we were moving through the process. And I... Took a hold of that and was like, wow, this sounds great. This is a great way for me to take charge where I had been passive before and start the ball rolling, looking ahead. And this was probably four to five months into our recovery, which was going to put it another four months away from our next wedding anniversary. Right. So I got it into my head that's like, hey, why don't we shoot for that date? And when I brought that up to you, what was your reaction?
1: (laughs) It was not good. I was not ready for that. No. I was in the middle of my grief, trying to figure out what was actually true, trying to figure out if you were being truthful, finding out that you weren't being truthful a lot of the time. That didn't come until about, I don't know, five or six months past discovery. And when you confessed to me all the things that you had been doing, that lifted this huge weight off of your shoulders. And you were feeling a sense of, freedom and a sense of peace from the chaos that had been in your life, your whole life. And you were feeling glimmers of joy and hope. Right. I, on the other hand, was feeling like crap. I was feeling like I was in a prison Mm -hmm. that you had put me in because I had found out that you were a liar. I found out that you had been using pornography almost our entire marriage. Um, I found out that you had stepped outside of our marriage and had three sexual relationships with right. other women. And this was where I was at that point. I was still grieving. I was still confused. I was still really trying to get my feet under me.
0: So my freedom bought you a prison sentence. And really what we were experiencing was not a no, But definitely, I'm not right now.
1: Yeah, I was definitely not ready for that.
0: Right. And as it turns out, we did go away for our 32nd wedding anniversary, which was that next anniversary. We did go away up to a cabin in the woods that a friend was so kind to allow us to spend time at. And that anniversary did not go well.
1: No, not at all. No,
0: we ended up crossways and you actually even took the car that we both drove up in yes. and you left
1: <laughs> yeah, we, with I'd, no
0: specific plans to come back.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it was an awful, awful trip. And so we were both really glad that we didn't schedule that renewal ceremony at that time.
0: Yes, and I wasn't ready. I was still actively working in my addict mind, even though I was not currently acting out and there was no new acting out behaviors But my mind was still processing things like an addict by trying to gain acceptance and approval from you by taking the reins and moving forward. And it just didn't work out well. Like I said before, it was not a no, but definitely not a right now. We need to put it off. We need more road behind us. Yes. So, Emily, why did we decide after all that time to go ahead and have our ceremony? What were the reasons?
1: Well, there were several reasons for it. For me... I really wanted to replace painful anniversary dates with joyful dates.
0: Okay, so you said painful anniversary dates. What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, I'm not talking about wedding anniversary. I'm talking about all the dates that I knew of where you had been acting out or you were breaking your vow to me. Right. Like the last time you were with another woman, the day that you confessed to me. The second time you confessed to me and disclosed everything. Right. Those kinds of anniversary dates were very painful for a few years.
0: Yes, they come back with shocking regularity. Yeah, right? they
1: do. <laughs> so and We have
0: to face them each year.
1: Yes. I wanted to not necessarily replace them because they're always going to be there. Yes. But I wanted to create new, good, joyful memories right. on some dates. And we did pick our original anniversary date for the renewal ceremony which didn't create an actual additional date on the calendar, but it was something that I really wanted to look forward to and not think about our anniversary in the sense that it was a broken marriage.
0: Because you and I had had a discussion along the way with regard to when we do our vow renewal, do we want to renew it on our current anniversary date or do we want to set a new one, a new marriage that God has created in us, so let's give it a new date. And a whole new beginning. And what were your thoughts on that?
1: I really didn't want to do it that way after all. I actually did contemplate that for a minute, but I really wanted to redeem our original anniversary date.
0: Yes. And there has been a lot of redeeming certain dates.
1: Yes. Like the roses. I redeemed roses by asking you to put that rose tattoo on your arm. Yep. And hotel rooms. We redeemed those. Right. That was difficult at first, but. Now we can go away and stay in hotel rooms without it being painful. So yes, it was a way for me to redeem our original wedding date. Right. What's another reason that we decided to have that ceremony, honey?
0: The second reason was that we wanted to publicly declare our intentions to stay married. We made a declaration to each other after our intensive counseling period to stay married. And that's when we started our active recovery. We started letting other folks know what was happening. We had done that, but we were keeping it close to people we were close to, people that we knew were praying for us, our pastoral staff, family that we interacted with on a regular basis that we lived life with. But through the vow renewal, we're going to publicly declare it. Yes. But we sort of, Did it in a secret way. (laughs) It seems funny, but we did have a closed ceremony. It was by invitation only.
1: Yes. Another reason was because we wanted to celebrate the new marriage that God had created for us.
0: Yes. Again, it was a new marriage, not a restored one. Restoring means we took the old one and we cleaned it up and we put back together the pieces that were there. But what you and I have discovered through the process is that God actually made things new. The marriage you and I have now is not the same marriage we had before discovery. Is that fair to say?
1: Oh, absolutely. It's so much better. You know, I thought we had intimacy for our whole marriage and we didn't because you were not actually capable Of having intimacy with me. That's correct. So now that we both understand what intimacy is and we have that transparency and vulnerability and honesty in our marriage, and both sides are coming together to create that intimacy. Oh my goodness. It is just, it's just amazing. Yes. Brand new. So we did decide finally to have that vow renewal ceremony. Johnny, what does it mean to make a vow?
0: Normally, this is where I would interject a specific definition that I found, and I didn't really find anything that solidified what it was that I was thinking, but I did find an idea within inside of my research that was contrasting a promise versus a vow. A promise is what you give to somebody else to give them assurance that you're going to do what you say. A vow is something that you take on for yourself. You're taking it upon yourself to make promises in front of witnesses, and they're there to help hold you to those things that you vowed to do. You have witnesses, people who heard you say these things, not just your wife. Biblically, there's the idea that uh, a matter can only be settled on the testimony of two or three witnesses. This is why we have witnesses at our wedding ceremonies, so that our vows to each other are validated. Right. Publicly.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? The vows are a symbol of covenant.
0: Yes. And covenant is a statement that I have learned in the last few years that says, I will always be to you as I said I would be, even if you are not to me as you said you would be. And God was the very first one to establish covenants. He established covenant with Noah. He established covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then ultimately, our final covenant, the new covenant in Jesus Christ. Over the period of Scripture, if you look from the beginning to the end, you can see where we as humans have fallen short on our end of the covenant. But God has always held up his side of the deal. He promised to always be as he said he would be, even if we're not to him, as we said we would be when we made the covenant. And we make that covenant today when we take Jesus as our Savior, and we further extend that when we make him Lord of our life, which I had not done up until recovery. I was happy to accept the salvation of Jesus that saves me from the fiery pit of hell, But to let him be Lord of every part of my life, I had not taken that on. And that's where I fell short of not fulfilling my side of the covenant, of being who I said I always would be.
1: Yes. And in turn, not being who you said you would be for me in our marriage.
0: That's correct. A covenant is entered into by making vows. We make these vows and we state them to each other in front of witnesses. Emily, what are we about to do here?
1: Well, we're going to read our vows. Yes. We wrote our own vows because we wanted to do something new. We actually wrote our original vows, but those vows were broken. And so we wanted to write our vows over again with the understanding of what had transpired over the first 33 years of our marriage. Right. And a new understanding of what covenant really means.
0: So we are going to read our vows, and we can't promise that there won't be some crying and sniffling involved in this, because while we were trying to read them while working on this episode, we couldn't get through them.
1: No, we read them several times and cried every time. We had
0: to, so... We
1: apologize in advance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So here we go. Emily, with all that I am, I forsake all others and love you only. My feet will be light and swift that they may carry me home to you. My hands will be clean that they may serve you and build our future. My mouth will be chaste that it may speak only the truth. My ears will be open that I may understand you. My eyes will not stray that I may look into your eyes and see your heart. My mind will be clear that I may know you. My heart will be free that I may love only you just the way you are right now. All these are bound up in the only treasure that I have to offer you, these three shiny pennies, which represent, I was clean yesterday, I am clean today, and I will be clean tomorrow. With Almighty God as my witness, and in the presence of our family and friends, I make this vow to you, Emily.
1: Johnny, when we stood here 33 years ago as mere children, filled with hopes and dreams for our future, We didn't fully understand what we were promising each other, but we were trusting God to guide us as we grew up together. So we took each other's hand and jumped into the unknown together. Remember, it was us against the world. And what an adventure it's been. I never dreamed I would be a Navy man's wife, a pastor's wife, a biker's wife. But together we have created a life I wouldn't trade for anything. Johnny, from our first I do, You have been the great love of my life, my confidant, my lover, my best friend. Together we have raised three amazing humans and have the blessing of our incredible grandchildren. We have lived out for better and for worse, in sickness and in health, and recently the fiercest battle for us we never could have imagined. Johnny, today with my eyes wide open, I promise to continue loving you as I always have, not perfectly, but passionately. Sacrificially and unconditionally, and filled with the joy of new hopes and dreams, I again take your hand and jump into a new life of adventure.
0: Why are you crying?
1: (laughs) You're crying. I'm not crying. crying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it makes us cry because those words are so impactful to us because of what we've lived through.
0: Right. You mentioned it just a few minutes ago. Those vows were written out of 33 years of experience of marriage, not based on 12 months of dating.
1: Exactly. We understand what we're saying. Right. Makes it so much more powerful.
0: Which is probably going to be my number one argument for doing a vow renewal, because now you have the experience. You have all the information you need to make a decision that from this day forward, I choose you again.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. So our ceremony was really fun. Yes. We didn't think it was going to be a big thing. We were just going to have some small thing, just a little private affair.
0: Well, we did. We actually had it at a friend's house.
1: Yeah. They had a little bit of acreage and we were going to invite some of our closest family and friends. It turns out that Our guest list was 85 people, right? and about 75 actually showed up.
0: Yes, but as we said in a previous episode, these 85 people were people that we included in our circle from the time of discovery to the time of that ceremony for the purpose of prayer, for understanding, apology, making amends, and just walking life with, and they were all faithful in their own way and in their own time to be there when we needed them. Mm-hmm. But think about the idea, 85 people in a three-year period that we could enumerate that were there to help us.
1: Yeah. So it turned out to be a little bit bigger than we first anticipated, but it was so much fun. It was. We picked some music that was so touching to us. We had watched the movie, The Greatest Showman during some of the hardest parts of our recovery. Right. And it It just really resonated with us, the story and the words to the songs in there. Right. And so we used three tracks from that soundtrack for our ceremonial music. And I got a new dress. It wasn't white. It was sapphire blue, which is the color of our anniversary month gemstone. So we did the whole thing. We dressed up a little bit. I had new boots. We had new rings.
0: We did. We made the choice to get new rings. Tell us about your ring, Emily.
1: Well, if you recall in one of our earlier stories, during one of our really volatile conversations, I had thrown my wedding ring across the room. Right. And I declared that I never wanted it on my finger again. And I never did. I went without a wedding ring for a while. But we decided that we were both going to get new wedding rings. So we custom made my ring through a jeweler. And it's beautiful. I love it. And you got a new ring too, didn't you?
0: I did. I'm wearing a James Avery infinity entanglement loop ring, which is just this whole idea that it's so a mess. You can't tell the beginning from the end and when one line starts and the other one stops. It was just everything I wanted to express as far as being married to you again is complete entanglement.
1: Yes. And tell us that interesting story about your old wedding ring.
0: Yes. So my old wedding ring within the last year before discovery had developed not just a crack, but a full on break at the bottom of the ring. So by the time it came to light that I, not only had I broken my vows, but my ring itself was broken. It was still wearable, but it would open up periodically and it would pinch my finger and remind me that it was broken. And I didn't put two and two together because I was so lost in myself and inside of my sin and addiction. It just didn't even occur to me. It was just old and worn out. And I didn't give it a second thought. But now the significance of the fact that that ring, which is supposed to symbolize the unbroken nature of love, the love that God has for us and the love that we have for each other, was broken because of what I had brought into our marriage.
1: Yeah. So you got a new ring. I got a new ring. Our oldest grandchildren participated in this ceremony. Our grandson was a ring bearer, and we had two granddaughters as flower girls. That was so amazing. I wonder if when they're older, they're going to remember that and ask questions. Right. And I hope they do. We also had lots of good food catered. And then we spent a weekend in a and b Yep. And just had a wonderful time. It was such a good experience.
0: Right. It was just a beautiful time. So, Emily, it's now been three years since that vow renewal ceremony. Mm -hmm. We are now married 36 years. Yes. I wanted to ask you, what kind of thoughts do you have as you look back now on the three years since that ceremony about the significance of it and what it means?
1: I'm glad we did it, first of all. It's such a cherished memory. I absolutely Love looking through my scrapbook that I made after that ceremony and just reliving those moments. What about you? What do you reflect on?
0: Probably the biggest thing that pops up to me is that in the last three years, there have been four, five, maybe up to half a dozen folks that were at our ceremony that have since approached me and reminded me about our ceremony and what it meant to them, or they're expressing the importance of renewing our vows and moving forward and how proud they are of the progress that we've made or that we even made that choice to stay married. They've come back. And as I really look on that, nobody ever did that after our original wedding ceremony. You see, these folks came to bear witness. Mm -hmm. We allowed them in. We shared our story and we gave them platform to pray for us, which we desperately needed during that period of time. But then to have them come back full circle and remind us of that ceremony, that's what it means to be a witness. You're there to hold the couple accountable in some form for the vows that they made to each other that you yourself bore witness to.
1: Having accountability in that way is is awesome.
0: It was very touching to me that they would remember that. And I think that that's why it stands out for me as something so significant.
1: Yeah. And it also actually provides safety and security for me. How is that? It was a new covenant, like we talked about, a fresh start. And so I had a fresh start with a new man.
0: A new man, you say?
1: Yes, he's a new man, not a different man. Well, he's very different. You're very different, but you've been made new. And so now I get to live hopefully another 33 years with a clean version of the man I fell in love with. Right. And so that gives me a sense of safety and security, knowing that we know each other for real now. Yes. And we're good with that.
0: Right. You know, in some ways, as I look at it, I got a new woman as well. Oh, yeah? Yes. Because I was so lost in myself and in my low self-worth, I couldn't receive all the wonderful things that you were giving to me, your love, your compassion, your attention, You were always lavishing compliments on me. And the way that you took care of me and you served me and our children our whole lives, my low self-worth would not allow me to receive that. I could recognize it as a fact, but I couldn't internalize it. And one of the things that we've learned to do through recovery is understand that in the context of our whole marriage, you, Emily, are the more believable one (laughs) out of the two of us. Sure. And so now I make the choice that when I'm feeling like I can't receive it, I make the choice to believe that what you're saying is true. That's a positive affirmation. And when I do that over and over again, I can start to feel the truth and I can see the truth so that when I look at you, I see a new woman, a woman that I couldn't see before because all I could see was myself, my low self-worth and my self-pity.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Well, I am your wife, Emily, and I approve that message.
0: That's awesome. (laughs) So inside of reestablishing covenant, reciting vows, and exchanging rings, the vows are the verbal portion of the covenant, and the rings are the outward visible symbol of it. These build a foundation for our future that we can stand on. We have foundations that our homes are built on. When you pour that foundation and the concrete is set and the reinforcement bar runs through it and holds it all together and it's strong and solid, then we know that we can build walls on it. And then when we build walls, we know we can put a roof on top of that and it gives us protection. It keeps us out of the elements when it's cold or hot. And when we walk into our homes, very rarely do we consider the foundation. Right. We're grateful for the walls that we have that helps to keep the weather out and the roof on top of us instead of down on us. We want to decorate the walls. We're grateful for windows that we get to look out or we look at, well, that needs to be cleaned. Right. But rarely do we consider the foundation that all of it's built on, yet we have peace. That foundation brings us peace that the building stands firm. Yes. And that it's not going to shift or move if it was built properly. Right which leads me to Luke chapter 6, verse 47 through 49 in the NIV, and it says this, As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on solid rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it. Because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete.
1: Wow, that is amazing. I can just see that verse had come to light in our situation. Yes. That foundation that I thought we had, that our marriage was built on really wasn't there for you, was it?
0: No. I hadn't had any time to build a real foundation. I came to Christ only three months before I made vows to you.
1: Right.
0: I didn't have foundations of promise keeping because I was already a cheating scoundrel with girlfriends and addicted to pornography. I didn't have a good foundation. I had started the foundation. The form boards were in place and we haven't poured any concrete yet. Things were started, but I didn't have what I needed in order to be able to fulfill my vows as where you did because you had a lifelong relationship with Christ from the time that you were five.
1: Right. So the foundation of our original vows was not there. And when those storms came, it collapsed our marriage. It did. But now we do have a strong foundation. We have both built that foundation on Christ and surrendered to Him. Fully every part of our life, not just some of our life. Right. You had kept that little part away from God, your secret sin, Mm -hmm. and you gave him everything else. But turns out that little piece is what destroyed the entire house.
0: Right. And in this verse, I was the man who built the house with the walls sitting on the ground. There was no foundation to build it on. And when the storm came, it collapsed. I was collapsing little by little over the years. My house was toppling internally. But the thing that I really like that I wanted to bring out of this verse was that it's like a man who's built a house who dug down deep and then he laid the foundation on solid rock. Mm-hmm. The context of this verse is the solid rock is that of Jesus Christ. Yes, You and I did pour ourselves into our relationship with Christ as he's the only one that we could trust to bring us out of the situation that we were in. Mm -hmm. Now that we have this firm foundation, we can actually start building our house again.
1: Yes, to the glory of God.
0: Amen. Emily, this has been such a great discussion, and we hope that it was fun for you guys as well. We had a lot of fun putting this together, and we hope that it brings you some encouragement and some incentive to think about this for yourselves. Emily, would you close us in prayer today?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Father, for all your good gifts. We are just so grateful that you gave us the ability to renew our covenants with you and with each other. You never break covenant, God. You know how frail humans are, but you've made a way that we can renew covenant, we can make new covenants and live out those covenants. So thank you, Father, for that ability, that opportunity, and for how good it feels when we do live out covenant. I pray for all of those listening today, that if they're not in a place where they feel that they want to renew their covenant with their spouse, that you would speak to their hearts and encourage them to explore that possibility. Because God, we know that all broken things can be replaced with new things by you. We are grateful and we praise you for this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Emily. So those of you who are listening, are you ready to consider a vow renewal? If not, what would it take for you to become ready? If you are ready, what would be your first step?
1: We'd love to know if you've had a vow renewal ceremony already and hear some special moments from that event. Or if you're thinking about planning one and you have questions for us, please reach out at support at beyondbrokenvows.com or you can actually book a confidential and complimentary call with us at bit.ly slash bbv free call. That's bit.ly b-i-t dot l-y slash bbv free call. We will also put this link to our calendar in the show notes.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so glad that you could be here with us.
1: So until next time,
0: marriage is redeemed,
1: hearts renewed on Beyond Broken Bows podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. And before you go, if this podcast encouraged you and you're feeling some hope for today, please share this show with someone else you know who's going through a similar situation and needs to know they're not alone. One of the best ways you can help us reach more people is to leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. And as always, we would love to hear from you with questions and comments. Just email us at support at beyondbrokenvows.com. As you walk out this journey one day at a time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May He lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace.